When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Digital Audio Health by Cymatrax. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you believe that there is more to life than what you see right now and you want to find out more, listen in as her guests share their journey and their extraordinary experiences. Now, here is your host, Rhonda Grant. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show. Sometimes the universe has a way of placing people or obstacles in your path to help guide and direct you on your mission. Listen in as we discover the path my guest has traveled. Has she been inspired by a calling, crafted her journey, or a bit of both? I invite you to embrace the conversations and to use them to help you to recognize if this is happening in your life. Our guest today is Aideen Ni Riada, intuitive voice coach and singer. Aideen is an intuitive voice coach, mentor, and singer. She can help you to uncover the hidden treasure within your unique voice. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show, Aideen Ni Riada. Thank you so much for having me, Rhonda. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you so much. We've been uh, trying to get together for quite some time, so it's really nice to have you on the show. Can you give our listeners um, a little bit of a background of how you ended up choosing voice or singing as a profession? Wow, that's a big question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I I've thought about this a lot. Um, voice to me is a big part of of what I enjoy doing. So when I was asked, you know, was I a singer uh, as a younger person, I would say, oh, I love singing, but I would never say I am a singer. I would say I love singing. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually loved performance as well. And I wanted to do acting straight out of school. Um, I loved being seen in a creative way and and allowing myself to be creative um, in a performance um, perspective but when I was about 28 someone asked me what was my dream and I said well I want to be a singer but I can't do that so this mental block I had over claiming singing as part of my identity was blocking me from pursuing anything to do with music really and once I heard myself saying that mm -hmm. that particular time I started um acting as though it was possible even though in my mind that that neural pathway was still saying i can't do that i went back to study jazz vocal performance in my 30s and that's when i began this career related to voice previous to that i had done many other kinds of jobs okay um, um i was an airline stewardess for japan airlines would you believe wow <laughs> And I flew to Japan and back for five years. 
and gave people their meal and spoke in Japanese. And I loved languages. So languages were a big part of what I did during my university years and, you know, my, you know, my career when I worked as cabin crew. Um, but I did other jobs. I was, um, I worked in health stores. I worked as an image consultant. Um, and I, I kind of struggled because I wasn't really in my lane until I, I started working for myself and combining voice with my interest in psychology and helping people to find confidence through using voice. Um, so that was part of the journey, I guess. It took a while to get there because I didn't have the confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. And one Christmas, I had just been in a show in my local town. I was in a show called White Christmas and mm -hmm. I was Betty and one of the two sisters and I enjoyed it so much, but I wasn't doing anything with music in my everyday life. It wasn't my career at that time. And I just said, dear universe or dear mm -hmm. God, help me to do something with music because I, 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 I really want to be using music as part of my time, like that, that'd be part of the time I spend on a daily basis. And within three or four weeks, I had a divine inspiration that said, teach adults a singing workshop. So that started it all. So when you asked for divine guidance and, and this came to you, did you want to do that? Did you think, oh yeah, this is right. I'm going to take hold of this and you know, I've no. got my answer. How did you respond to that? Well, it was interesting and I really understood that it wasn't um, my own head coming up with this answer because I actually did not want to do that. Okay. When I was asking the question, I think I was asking to sing in wet at weddings or to have a career as a performer mm -hmm. was really what my preference in my mind uh, was. Um, but when when I got that inspiration, I... I knew it wasn't me speaking because I wasn't that keen on the idea. I didn't know how to go about doing that. Um, I wasn't sure how it would be received. I didn't, there was no um, assurance or kind of, I didn't feel like, oh yeah, that's exactly, oh, I'm, that's gonna be a success. I didn't feel anything like that. But because I had um, been doing a lot of meditation around that time, I had started to trust little nudges that I was getting in my life. And because I recognized it as a nudge, I said, I'll try that. I, I decided to test that idea rather than make a decision at the beginning that said where I got to say yes or no. It was more like, let's see. And I had a, a, a friend who who used to do a um, what they call in Ireland a session. So it was a music session for amateur okay. musicians who wanted to sing. And they they would just get up and sing at um, uh, like an open mic, but yeah. for, for people who don't normally sing. Anybody could get up and sing. The local chemist, the local, you know, anybody yeah. who wanted to sing would get up and sing. Yeah. So he had been doing that for a number of months and when people from that group heard what I was doing, they were very interested in it. And so I had a ready-made group of people for my first session and it went really well. And I surprised myself. Um, 
I enjoyed it and I decided I would do it again a month later. And I did. I did a, a shorter workshop the second time for just men. Mm-hmm. And I did one workshop a month for about six months. And once I got to that point, I started teaching people one on one. And it was it kind of gained momentum. I came, the the name for my my business was Confidence in Singing, and I felt that that was given to me as a, a concept as well. And I had a business name, and I had a Facebook page, and it went from strength to strength in my local area. So I was really happy. Hmm. So the lesson here um, is that. You asked for divine guidance, and the answer that you received was not what you were looking for. And a lot of people um, will discard that direction and go, no, 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 I don't mean that, right? Yes. I mean something I, I want divine guidance, but I want the divine guidance to something I want to do not what the divine guidance is going to tell me what I should do. And so it took a lot of trust on your part uh, because you have to surrender. There's a surrendering that you need to do. But I find what's fascinating in your story is that all of these things started when you listened and you took action and participated in the things that came uh, up for you everything just started to fall into place. It was phenomenal. And it was phenomenal, the change within me. Because as I said, I wanted to perform. And I think the reason I wanted to perform was because I wanted to be seen for the part of me that I loved, the creative part of me, that part of me that I feel is me. And I was, as I said, working in the airline industry for five years, nobody even knew I sang. I did a karaoke night now and again. And so my identity and who I was, was being hidden. And because I wasn't bringing it, my, my true values and enjoyment of music into my everyday life. But when I started teaching, a shift happened where I didn't need to be seen as a singer. I didn't need to be on the stage myself when I created a platform for someone else to do it, I started to feel a very deep sense of fulfillment. Mm. And at one event, I, I, I did a workshop and one of the participants knew like that I sang and had been at maybe a few things that I'd sung at. And at the end of this one day workshop, she said, but Aideen, you didn't sing. And I didn't normally sing much. Like, I mean, I would sing a little to teach a song or something. But at the end of that, I realized it came to me. I said to her, this for me is like I'm the baker and I've baked this gorgeous cake. Ah. And I've given each of you a slice and I've enjoyed watching you all eat it. And that was the pleasure that I got from that. And that was a, a point of me maturing actually, um, in my, in myself. And I think even taking that step of trusting that divine uh, guidance was me becoming more mature as well, because previous to that, whether the guidance was from the, from somewhere outside of me or divine inspiration or from a trusted family member, I always mistrusted other people's guidance. If it didn't come, 
Yeah, I didn't have a good track record of listening to people's wisdom. I wanted my idea to be my idea. I wanted to to instigate things. Mm-hmm. And I found it difficult to trust other people would have an idea that might be also good for me. And I was very black and white in that's a yes, that's a no. So when I had that inspiration and I tested it, but you don't need to say, yeah, that's a great idea and put put all your eggs in that basket. Mm-hmm. When we're given an inspiration, all we're actually being asked to do is test it and try it. And through following that small thread of inspiration, I was led to, and I enjoyed it. And I realized I wanted, it wanted this. And it, it's brought me back to, to myself. And I do perform more now. I have music on YouTube, but it was like that journey. That journey is what gave me a foundation for me to perform. Mm-hmm. And it probably wouldn't have happened at all the other way around. Um, because having this base of even my students are my fans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're people that oh, are yeah. interested. So it it's it's like and I, I really have a strong belief in in well wishers. So me serving others in that way created this this lovely part of people who cared about me mm-hmm. and appreciated me for the help that I'd given them. And they became supporters then in other things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You had more positive energy around you. And I, and I think here also what you're talking about is when other people have suggestions for you um, in our journeys, there are prophets uh, that are in our journeys um, that come and may recognize something in us or give direction that we may not have thought of. And even when they, they mention it to us or tell us, we may not be ready to listen to that, but then we may hear it later on in life, or it may come in a different form from a different person. And also it may come from an intuition, but just for our listeners, I'd like to say when people recognize something in you, that may be your gift that you have not recognized yourself, even if you have a journal and you just write that down so that you may reflect on it in a few days, a few hours, even years. And it's very valuable, I find. I 100% agree. And I think being a little more open is always going to to be beneficial. And like that, don't take it like, don't trust it like to the nth degree, just no. just trust it enough to experiment or 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 make, you know, allow it to to influence the thought process that you have around that issue, because I think we are all uh, quite closed minded in our uh, the way that our minds work we we have a way of processing information that we tend to stick to mm-hmm. um and it can be tricky to shift those gears um one thing that i love about singing mm-hmm. is that it is naturally very uh, useful for integrating the left and right side of the brain okay which is one um strategy for improving problem solving skills 
and helping our brain move out of kind of an old track of um uh, just seeing things one way and allowing you to see things in a broader perspective and maybe get more inspiration in that way. So a lot of people may not recognize that they're either right or left brained until they start experimenting with other things. And I know that um, people who do not like numbers don't like to be in the side of the brain where numbers are. They're not comfortable there. And so it's a, it's a whole education, really, isn't it? It really is. And, and, you know, a lot of us tend to make decisions based on a logic or a linear way of thinking. So when you receive a bit of divine guidance or divine inspiration, and there is no linear way to see that through, you can't do like, you know, a mathematical theorem, A plus B equals C and QED at the end. You can't anticipate that when you get inspiration like that. And that means that you have to put aside that logical mind and go into the creative part of your mind and go, what if, mm. um, what if that, that could work, you know, and that kind of question can be very scary for someone who, um, who's very left, you know, sorry, it would be the, the left brain that is, is the logical side. Mm -hmm. So it, that side of the mind is it's scared by what if questions it ah. doesn't want there to be too many question marks it wants to kind of figure it out at the beginning and then take those steps but we can't always we definitely can't anticipate everything in situations so i always ask for guidance now for situations and i kind of I trust that um, that things can work out in many different ways. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So you have someone that you, um, someone inspires you uh, on your journey. Would you like to talk about how, who that is and how that person inspires your journey? Well, we were talking, I, <clears throat> We were talking about the idea of a guru. A guru mm -hmm. is somebody that points you back to yourself. So we think um, that all the answers are outside of us. We go to um, the doctor for the answer about our health. We go to mm -hmm. the teacher for the answer for our education. And a guru is someone who you go to and they say, you need to look inward. Right. So the teachers that I've had in my life are people that have pointed me back to myself and or given me a skill that through the use of that skill, I have found myself. Um, so one of my, my, one of the reasons I do the work that I do is because I meditate. Yes. And my guru for my meditation is a teacher in India called Shashi Dubey, who has passed down mantra med meditation um, to me, which is basically Sanskrit words. So ancient, the ancient language of Sanskrit um, and their divine phrases that mean things like, like if you break them down, they mean like crazy things like, let me be the cucumber that falls from the vine, which basically means let me be able to let go of worldly things and oh. to be in the spiritual you know to connect to the spiritual realm mm -hmm. so some some of the mantras are crazy but those mantras gave me the grounding that i needed 
um, they helped me become very centered in myself and helped me to acknowledge spiritual energy and divine energy. Um, so that teacher was very instrumental um, through another teacher of mine in Ireland, Kaloda McComiskey. She is my immediate teacher that I go to for regular uh, mantra sessions. And uh, between them, I I had the support system I needed to to start a business that I didn't that nobody else had ever told me it could be possible. Who knew that you could help people with their confidence through singing, or you know help people with their identity as you know singers? And it's been a, an education that I've been on that's uniquely my journey mm-hmm. and. Um, the teachers that I've had have helped me trust myself. Mm -hmm. And I think the journey that we're talking about is the journey to yourself, uh, the journey to your heart, the journey where you listen to your soul and resonate. It's almost like a coming home or courting your soul and your soul is what's connected to the divine and the soul knows knows your journey and these intuitions and these people that you have in your life it's not a coincidence i mean they've been set in your path to help you on something uh and here's the big thing your passion and when you live your passion that's when your soul radiates and other people feel that from you they want to well they can feel you they can feel your presence and i just think it's just amazing i i just love what you're talking about it's it so resonates with me you're listening to the Rhonda grant show right now whose podcast is being treated with digital audio health by my sponsor cymatrex and we are speaking with Nadine today. May Let people know how they may reach out to you. Well, thank you so much, Rhonda. Um, I have a website and it's um, confidenceinsinging.com. And it, you can also get me using my name, adinerieda.com. And uh, I'm on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and places like that. And I absolutely love connecting with people and I love having chats with people. So if anyone would like to talk to me and have a conversation about how I might be able to serve them, either relating to singing or voice mentoring, then I would be um, very interested in, in helping and would love to serve you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And another person that has influenced your journey has been Elvis Presley. Would you like to speak about that? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So I, I, I was watching a documentary. I was in London. London um, was when we talked earlier about surrender, right? London is the reason that I learned to surrender because I went to London full of bright lights in my eyes thinking I'm going to become a singer in London. And uh, nothing of that sort happened because I didn't have the right people around me. But I'm I'm living in this tiny little cottage in a really rough part of London, right? And I'm I'm in this little cottage, and I my my flatmates are hardly ever there, and I'm really lonely. 
and I'm watching BBC TV and mm -hmm. an, a documentary comes on about Elvis. And somehow this documentary had this such a huge impact on me. I felt some energy from Elvis reached me and taught me something. Oh. I started to feel the energy that Elvis brought to his songs. And I started to recognize the magic that he would weave with his communication. Mm -hmm. There was something in the way he would leave a space at the end of a phrase when you could feel his love for the people that were listening. And this is something that I eventually, you know, started practicing myself. It made me, we know this when we're speaking, to leave a pause, let someone take a second, they can digest what we're saying, they can understand what we're saying. And when we sing, if we leave that little pause, mm -hmm. it can create magic, ah, magic. magic. And it's love, I feel, in the air with him, love. Mm -hmm. And, and when, we, when we sing in that way or when we speak, leaving that space for love to come through in this gap, in this emptiness, then I think there's there is something very special can can happen in in the way that we connect energetically with others. Mm -hmm. Beautifully put. That is just beautiful. Would you uh, grace us mm -hmm. with singing uh, one of Elvis Presley's most famous songs and and uh, I'll demonstrate. Demonstrate. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try. Yeah. So of it's course, like I. Can, Love Me Tender. I can't do exactly Elvis, obviously. Um, so. Love me tender. Love me sweet. Never let me go. You have made my life complete And I love you so Love me tender Love me true All my dreams fulfilled for my darling, I love you, and I always will. Beautiful. Thank you. Just beautiful. Can you tell us where... what the word is what are you thinking about when you are singing are you thinking about the words are you thinking about the love because i certainly felt love from your voice are you thinking about loving the melody loving the words 
what are you people want to know what are you I want to know what are because I sing I want to know what you are thinking about that makes Thank your you. presentation over the top really well you know presentation is a good word because it is presence number one being fully present when we sing if you're a competent singer you are holding the energy of many things at the same time like that i i know the melody i know the words i i know my own voice what it's capable of it's we're recording this early in the day so yes. i was like oh, what's <laughs> going to happen is my voice ready for this but when i'm in it it's not a thought process it's a presence it's a presence with this song and it was for me because elvis taught me to sing in that way Elvis's Elvis's love comes through me. I'm feeling it like I'm getting emotional now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. um for me, um Elvis comes through me in that song because that song has been a way that I've taught this this quality of singing that Elvis taught me that drew my attention to this ability we have mm -hmm. to communicate from the heart through music. Um so for me, I don't need to think about the melody. I don't need to think about the words. Those are automatic. They're in my, you know, uh, unconscious competence. competence yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's just being present to that love. If you're a beginner singer, mm -hmm. that's going to be trickier. Yes. But I actually teach people to sing with the presence as their top priority and that can carry a singer even if the voice hasn't been as good or even if they misspeak a word or anything like that because what a listener connects with is that presence is that love that we bring is that emotion that we bring beyond how it sounds that's why a lot of like say someone like bob dylan had this huge following if you analyze his voice as a singing coach like i do mm -hmm. you would find flaws all over the place um but his emotion and his presence came through in everything that he sang because he meant it he meant it from a deep part of his soul and he connected to people in that way mm -hmm. talk about presence as if that's an easy thing to be just be present but it's very difficult to be present because we have learned to be an automatic. We have learned to, our brains are always looking for the next fix, the next, let me check my Facebook, let me check my Instagram, um, phone somebody, talk with somebody. And we spend our whole day not in ourselves. And that's what presence is, is finding that part of ourselves that's true and paying attention to and observing self and being right now stop the chattering in the brain and all of that it is a difficult thing to do on top of learning how to sing and the melody right absolutely um i i, I believe that each of us have values that when we connect with those values that deep value like i i believe that's music is has a huge value and I believe that the voice has value, I believe that love has value. Um, and so when I, in order to bring my presence to a singing or speaking, 
I connect with the with the reason that I do it. And when I connect with this is important, I don't know who's listening to this podcast. I don't know if anybody cares, you know, in a way, because we're we're putting it out there and we'll get a response later, maybe. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people wouldn't want to be on a podcast because they have that internal feeling of I'm not worth listening to. But I know that what I'm saying, this message that I'm bringing is worth listening to. Oh, yes. So this this thing that Elvis taught me or the fact that, you know, yeah, your left and right brain can be improved, you know, integrate better through singing. That's um, a, a message that I feel has value, whether I say it or someone else says it. So when I'm helping people to find that position of presence within themselves, I'm asking them to find the thing that they need to speak about that they know matters. Mm. So you could be in a, in a, in a work, you could be working in a business or something that actually doesn't really matter to you. You know, I, that was what happened to me. I was doing mm -hmm. image consultancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was doing what I thought my, you know, I had a skill at when I started doing music related work, then it took on a whole new depth of meaning. And I was willing to promote myself mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I believed that that music was so important that it that I had to do it. It was like an Im impulse within me. When you've got a message that you know matters, it's easier to put your self-consciousness aside. So I wasn't thinking about Aideen when I'm singing. I was mm -hmm. thinking about this love that Elvis brings and this love that I wanted to connect to within me that it, I wanted to share with others. Um, so presence does take a self-awareness it takes a lot of self-acceptance and um, we need to reduce our self-criticism. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. And but finding that message that really matters to you is one um, step on that journey as well that can make a big difference because it, it's easier to put yourself aside if you know this is important that I speak about this. Oh, I see. So the message becomes more important than self. Yes. Wonderful. Aideen, I just, I just love listening to all the teaching that you're giving our listeners today. Do you feel that you've been called to your journey? 100%. I, I, I have, I've done so many different kinds of jobs. Mm -hmm. And I somehow believed within myself that it would all make sense someday. Okay. And okay. so that's a teaching right there. Yeah. Like, because yeah. some people are struggling right now, where they don't know what they want to do, or they know what they want to do, but they're not brave enough to take that first step. Because a lot of people worry about what a lot of people may think about them. And that becomes actually can become more important than them living their true life yes it's I, it's so true um i i feel like i've been blessed with um with um a kind of a a feeling within myself that it would all work out in the end and i i, I bring this with me i remember mm -hmm. i remember reading a, a newsletter um a spiritual kind of person wrote a newsletter and she said no one gets left behind 
no one gets left behind and spiritually to me that means that the worst people in the world right now yes. they're not going to be left behind in the great scheme of things okay. and i i have um i need to believe that because if i don't believe that i would be in a despondent <laughs> frame of mind mm -hmm. so i believe in finding the understandings within ourselves the most helpful thing to think choose that choose to think of, of, of in a way that um, allows you to expand and follow your curiosity. So ah. if anyone is is in that moment of what do I do? What what matters to me? I don't know. Mm. I would say, follow your curiosity. And I do I like to research stuff. I love I'll get on a reading a book, you know, I've been spending a lot of time reading books about, you know, health lately. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I read about different things. I read, um, a lot of biographies. I love reading people's stories because those stories show you, um, those turning points and yeah, that everyone has those difficulties. Elvis had difficulties. Oh, um, enormous, you know, and, but he was able to transcend that through his music because he loved the music so much. And I think that each of us has, has, uh, up opportunities within our lives to transcend when we find those things that we truly love that that truly matter to us so be curious and and follow like that i did one workshop in february 2016 and you know it, it's gone from there to something i could never have imagined it would be so mm -hmm. things do work out <laughs> oh yes they work out uh the word transcend We've uh, we've used that a lot today, even before this conversation, the conversation before that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a time in the Elvis Presley movie where Elvis is singing a song um, in the 68 comeback special called If I Could Dream. And there is a point in that song that he has transcended and so there's a break in the song from the chorus to the uh, verse. And he almost, uh, he well, he has to bring himself back to what we call reality. And in order to go back into a verse. And that transcendence is something like that. It's where you lose yourself in your mission, in your purpose, and in this case, in a song, which is putting your whole self aside in order to touch people and let people feel you, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it is a skill. I really believe that singing is a skill, speaking is a skill. Don't think that because you're not good at it right now, that you missed out when you when gifts were given out at birth. Oh, it's not like that. It's no. something you can figure out. And But not everyone is meant to be in the public eye or is meant to speak to more than one person at a time. Oh, each, yes. of, each of us have a, have a message that matters and it might only ever be one-to-one. -one. It might only ever be for you that you write a book. It might only ever be for you that you work with young children. You know, the, you, you, your place where you're meant to be 
is yours completely and it it cannot be compared to others and it is only judged by in your heart how right that feels to you Mm. and following the things that feel right to you can bring you on a magical journey because your your service how you deal with life it doesn't have to look like elvis's service that he brought to life but each of us matters so deeply and no one can replace you Rhonda and you the listener no one can live that life you're living and no one gets to be you mm-hmm. only you get to be you and you matter you matter so much way more than you realize you matter to me I believe that you matter to the souls that went before you, your grandparents that loved you when you were born. You matter to people who you met briefly that you said a kind word to. You matter to a teacher that taught you, that saw something in you. You matter to someone that you're going to meet tomorrow that you don't know you're going to matter to. Mm-hmm. But please, anyone out there, if you don't realize how much you matter, trust me, I I'm so glad that you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm so glad that you're receiving something from this conversation because something that I say or that Rhonda says can be passed on through you. And I'm so grateful that this message that, you know, that we each of us have something important that we can give in the world and something we can say or something that we can sing. I believe that 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 to me is the message that I've been called to, which was the original question. Have I been called? Have you been called? And I have been called. And you, the listener, have given me the platform to do that. If you weren't listening to Rhonda's show and she wouldn't be doing the show and I wouldn't have had this opportunity. So just you listening to this right now, that matters very, very deeply to me. And Mm -hmm. I'm grateful. Well, we're grateful for you, Aideen. And I think that uh, when it comes to synchronicities and uh, for the higher self, um, that there's a reason you're listening to this podcast. There's messages in this podcast that I believe that you've been waiting to hear. And uh, what a great teacher Aideen is. What extraordinary discovery have you found in your life, Aideen? I think that surrender was so important to me. Yeah. The discovery that um, it's a tricky one. I really, I really, I, I'm a very, positive person I'm a very active action related person I like to do 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 and get things done but when things don't work out and you stop trusting yourself it is a very hard thing and I've been through that and I spent six months not leaving my house and my mom's house actually Mm -hmm. apart from going to mass once a week as you know I do mantra now as well my spiritual life is very rich uh, from many different influences but I I had to admit that I did not know what to do mm-hmm. and I did not know how to take the next step. Um, I was lucky to do um, a portion of a journey called the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage. Yes. Um, it goes from France all the way to uh, Santiago in um, yeah. Spain. And I did the portion from 
the French side um, and I walked over the Alps wow. uh, into Spain and I did it quite badly. I had painful hip, um, but I did one week of walking and it taught me something. It taught me that just taking one small step gets you somewhere. Oh, that, beautiful. And that has served me so well. And now I see things in those small steps and I feel overwhelmed sometimes. I'm, I've been having a lot of overwhelming times lately mm-hmm. that have dinted my confidence. Um, but I am endeavoring to take the small steps that I know are obvious, pretty obvious steps or might be worthwhile steps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not losing that momentum forward for too long. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Aideen, for being a guest on my show. And I think that that last message, taking that one small step, because we think where we are going um, may not be uh, easy to accomplish, but the one small step will gain confidence in ourselves in order for us to take that next small step. And then, and the one step can be this week and another next week or one today, one tomorrow. It's at your pace, because as Aideen said, we're, you're going to get there. It's all going to work out in the end, right? Yep. It can all make sense in the end. All makes sense in the end. Thank (laughs) you so much for being on the Rhonda Grant show. I've appreciated and I've loved speaking with you and learning from you. It's an absolute pleasure. I am so grateful to you and to all your listeners. So thank you all for supporting Rhonda because I've, I'm just so honored to share the, my heart with you guys. Beautiful. Thank you. Theme song for the Rhonda Grant show, Sun on the Water is composed and performed by my friend, John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with The Rhonda Grant Show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to The Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rondagrantauthor.com. That's rondagrantauthor.com. Digital Audio Health by Cymatrax.